So stay tuned. I feel, I see God's angels. I see. Yes, we got God's angels bringing us the word for Sunday worship. I see God's angels. I see God's angels marching. Oh, I see God's angels marching. Oh, I hear God's angels shouting. So let's get prayed up and hear the word from my special feature preacher, Hear ye the word. Here now is Reverend Keith Battle. And some people I'm preaching to today have settled because even though I hate my job, it's better than not having one at all. It ain't what I want to do, but I got a little check coming in, so I've settled right here, and I'm getting a little pay increase every year, so I settled right. I need to get these people two weeks' notice and pursue my dream. I just lost y'all. I just, okay, I just lost. I just lost everybody that ain't preaching to. I got you. One of the reasons why we settle is because, you know what? He said, I know I'm just a girlfriend. I'm a living girlfriend. I dream of being a wife, but at least I ain't lonely. It ain't Ur the Chaldeans, and it ain't Canaan. See, some of y'all, you're in between. I'm in between what I was and what I can be. I'm in between who I was and who I can be. I'm in between where I was and where I can be. And whoever I'm preaching to today, I'm telling you, 2016, you got to make up your mind. I will not settle. I ain't settling right here. And let me break it down to you. Let me break it down to you. This ain't even the first. Whoever I'm preaching to, it ain't even your first move. God ain't even calling you to make it. You already made your first move. That's how you got to Haran. But if you're going to get to Canaan, you got to bust another move. Because some of y'all got real comfortable. But I am your alarm clock this morning. I'm your wake-up call today. And I'm shaking you out of your slumber of settling. Who am I talking to in here? It's time to move. It's time to move. Just if I'm preaching to you, just push somebody and say, I ain't settling. I ain't settling. 
ain't settling. I can't die here. I can't die here. I can't die here. This ain't where I want to die. This ain't how I want to live. This ain't where I'm settling. I'm not settling here financially. I'm not settling here with my children. I'm not settling here with my house. I'm not settling for this job. I'm not settling for this physically. I'm not settling for this financially. I'm not settling for this physically or spiritually. God has more for me, and I refuse. Who am I talking to? It? I refuse to settle. High five somebody tell her I ain't settling. Man, this is what got me. I, when, I, when, I, when I got over to Abraham, I, I used to read this passage, and I was thinking, Abraham is the man. Because when God told him to move, he moved. Okay. But then when I read it, I saw something different. I ain't seen this before. In chapter 12, verse 1, I see that Terah is not the only one who settled. Chapter 12, verse 1, it says, listen to this. The Lord has said to Abram. The Lord, don't miss this, has said to Abram. Now, y'all went to school somewhere. That's past tense. I always thought that Genesis 12:1 was a new word. I always thought when he came to chapter 12, God spoke to him. No, the Lord already said to him, I need you to leave your country, your people, and your father's house. The Lord has said this to him in the past. This is not a new word. Let me, let me prove it to you. In Acts chapter 7, Stephen picks up this passage, and he's preaching to some people who are about to kill him, actually. And in Acts chapter 7, beginning in verse 2, Peter, Stephen, I'm sorry, responds to a crowd of attackers by saying this. Brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia. That's Ur the Chaldeans. Before he lived in Haran. Well, I wish y'all was paying attention. I thought God came to him in Haran and told him, now that your father's dead, you got to go. No, no. He says the Lord appeared to him before he lived in Haran, while he was in Mesopotamia. Go to the next verse. Keep going with me. Leave your country and your people, God says, and go to the land I will show you. Verse 4. So he left the land of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. So Abram settled just like his father did. After the death of his father, God sent him to this land where you are now living. Because let me tell you something. See, some of us need something to die. Did I just say that? In the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah says, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Did his train fill the temple after Isaiah died? Or was his train filling the temple all the time? My guess is his train filled the temple all the time. But when Uzziah died, the person that was in my way. Who needs to die so you can move? Mm. Death reminds you of the call of God. So after his father died, now he busts a move and he finally not settling anymore. See, I don't see, 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 it's hard to leave his country and it's hard to leave his people, but it must have been harder to leave his father's house. Because let me give you, let me give you the second uh, dream killer. Here it is. It's called separation. See, you can stand up and clap and high five your neighbor and say, I ain't settling. But if you ain't willing to separate, you ain't going to reach your dream. Come on, preach. Preach. <laughs> 
See, everybody wants the promised land as long as I don't have to break up with nobody. Ooh, quiet in this section. Why can't he go with me? There are some people who are not built for your future. That's why you don't make it to Canaan. You keep trying to carry Haran people and Ur the Chaldean people with you into a promised place. And your history is holding you back from your destiny. And because you won't separate, good God, because you won't sever, you can't move. But I'm telling you, you're going to kill your own dream because of your unwillingness to separate. God says leave. The most powerful word in verse 1 is the word leave. That's the assignment. He gave, he gave, God gave him two assignments. Leave and go. Leave your country, your people, your father's house, and go, watch this, to a place I ain't even going to tell you. I'll show you as you go. Now, this is so deep. God is so concerned about the people he's tethered to that he doesn't even tell him where he's going. Because if he announced to Abram where he was going, and Abram told all these people in Haran who already, already tried that. Y'all ain't ready today. The people in Haran have already tried to go to Canaan. We already left Ur and the Chaldeans trying to go to Canaan. So if Abram says to his family, listen, I got to go to Canaan, his family said, we already tried that. See, you got to be careful who you tell your dream to, because dream killers will always talk you out out of it and this is what they do uncle joe already tried that and he almost lost his house well i ain't uncle joe and maybe i can learn from uncle joe but i'm going to canaan see who i'm talking to you got to be willing to cut ties with people who are married to failure god says i ain't gonna even tell you where you're going lest the people that's around you right now try to go with you <laughs> Because most people ain't going to go with you to some, some obscure place. Which makes it hard to leave. See, it's hard to leave. First of all, it's hard for us to separate. Because we don't want to separate. But it's hard to leave into ambu ambiguity. You know, I would whoever I'm preaching to today, let me explain something to you. The difficulty of the people I'm preaching to today is that God has told you to leave and you don't even know where you're going. You just know this ain't working. God told you to put in two weeks notice and you don't even have the next step. Right. That's all you got. I can't stay here another day. I got to go, right? Amen. But it doesn't look right because, because we don't like leaving like that. We don't like leaving like that because it makes our faith look foolish. Come on. See, see, wouldn't it be nice? If, okay, because you know, you know, everywhere you leave, you leave Haran, somebody's gonna come back to Haran, come by Haran and say, Where's hey? Where's where's Abby? And you know what somebody was like? He left. Yeah. <laughs> well, where'd he go? We don't, we don't know. Come on. He said he ain't know. We threw a little party for him. He gave us two weeks, and we we told him, well, once you get settled, reach out, call us, and we'll be here. We always here. You know, we said we always here for you. Let us know once you get settled. Let us know how we can be in. Let's stay in touch. Yeah. <laughs> see what we'd rather have is see we like we like departures like this. So, where hey? Oh, you know he got accepted in the grad school. So he moved out to Midwest and took took to grad school and he's getting his getting his masters in grad school. See, that's what we like. Where's Abby? 
You know she took a job with Raytheon now. She's in headquarters and moved out there, and they even threw in a company car. See, we like stuff like that, where it's all, all the information's there. Where Abby go? She ain't even know. She just said she's supposed to leave. Most of us can't reach our dream because we like to look like we have it all together with the people who are asking us questions. This is some good stuff today. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Separate. Hi, we're the Clark Sisters, and you're listening to Weekly Wisdom with Pastor Keith Battle. Then the third thing he says, he says to him in verse 2, he says to him in verse 2, he says, and I'll make you a great nation, and I will bless you. I'll make you a great nation, that means I'm going to give you children even though your wife is barren. I'm going to bless you. The word Barak there, bless, I'm going to Barak you, means material blessing. God blew Abram up so... Abram was so wealthy that he had 318 people working at his house. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Come on. I didn't say he had 318 people working at the company. He had 310. You know how we got somebody to come to our house once a month and vacuum? <laughs> he had 318 people on staff at his house. Mm. That's, that's major. Oh, yeah. I'm going to bless you. But watch this. I'm not going to bless you so that you can be self-consumed. I'm going to bless you so that you can be a blessing. His dream killer number three is selfishness. If God can deliver some of us from selfishness and understand that you've been blessed to be a blessing. It was the summer 2015, Janae Britton was riding his bike outside of a store owned by his father in Oklahoma. Shooter comes by in a car, guy comes by in the car, starts shooting a gun. It wasn't intended to hit Janae. Janae was 12 years old. The bullet hit him, one bullet hit him in the neck, paralyzed him. He's a quadriplegic for the rest of his life. Oh, wow. At 13 years old, six months into rehab at a children's rehabilitation center in Bethany, Oklahoma, he had one request. That request was to meet Russell Westbrook, the point guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder. On December 14th, after practice, after practice on a Monday, Russell Westbrook got in his car by himself and drove from Oklahoma City to Bethany, Oklahoma, with no cameras, no media, no pomp and circumstance. Found out what this boy wanted to meet him, brought him a signed jersey and some signed tennis shoes and spent an hour with him and change the boy's life mm, come on. because Russell Westbrook understands that I've been blessed to be a blessing I said recently on one of my radio clips I said Russell Westbrook is averaging nine dimes a game assist but this is the greatest assist of the year who has God blessed you to assist if your dream only involves you, it ain't from God. Nope. Come on. God wants you. There's others who are supposed to ascend with you. Amen. That you choose to help. Amen. And He's blessed you to be a blessing. Amen. Not only that, the next thing I want to show you is in verse 3. He says, And I'll bless those who curse you. Okay. I'll bless those who bless you, and I'll curse those who curse you. One of the challenges of being blessed is, is no matter how nice you are, you'll always have people against you. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. A lot of people can't handle being blessed and pursuing their dreams because they can't handle the haters that come with oh, it. Yeah. 
Yep. You will always have people who are jealous of you, hey, yep. who are intimidated by your success. Oh, yeah. And you can't, here's the full thing, you can't get sidetracked by the distractions of your haters. Oh, no. Oh, no. The noise of your haters. Oh, no. Some people would rather have mediocrity and friends than success and enemies. Yep, fear of success. I had that fear. It costs you to be blessed. Oh, it yeah. costs you to pursue your dreams. Oh, yeah. And you have to understand that your allies will always outnumber your enemies. Oh, yeah. Come on, preach. But can you stay focused? Yep. And pursue your dream oh, yeah. even when there are people who curse you. Oh yeah. And let God handle them. Oh yeah. Because he says, I'll curse who curses you. Oh yeah. I'll bless those who bless you. Oh yeah. This is significant because so many people cower at success. Oh yeah, they do. Because they, they didn't know they fear it. The attacks that would come with it. Oh yeah. But don't let yourself get sidetracked by people who don't like you. Yep. Are y'all still with me? Amen. 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 And the biggest issue is. You need to leave. Yep. You got to go. Oh, yeah. You, you know, he didn't talk it. He did it. Oh, yeah. See, some of y'all, you feel better. I got people all the time. Several names come to my mind right now. There's people do it all the time. They feel so much better because they talk to me about what they're going to do. Yep. I just want to sit down. They always want to have lunch. Let me sit down and have lunch with you, brother. And you feel better because you talked about it. Some of y'all feel better because you blog about it. Yeah. Some of y'all been blogging about busting the move and tech, yeah. and you, you, you're posting on social media about it's shifting time in my yeah. life. Yeah. No, 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 no. Move. Yep. Yep. Do it. We got a bunch of faith talkers in the church. Oh, yeah. We need some faith walkers. Yeah. He left, yeah. as the Lord that. told him, and Lot went with him. Everybody say, Lot went with him. Let me say something. Lot went with him. Now, later on, it says he took Lot. But right here, it says Lot went with him. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about Lot. Lot was his nephew. He had a brother named Haran, Haran who died early. That was Lot's father. You go back to chapter 11, and you find out that Terah had a son named Haran who died while Terah was still living. And Haran was Lot's father. So Terah as his grandfather and Abram as his uncle sort of kind of took him under their wings. So when Terah made his move, Lot went with him. Come on. He took Lot. But now this time, when Abram's about to make the second move from Haran to Canaan, it says Lot went with him. Come on. I believe they felt sorry for Lot. I don't know. But here's what I need to tell you. Be careful of the people who are entitled in your life. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Here's my point. Your, your, your social sphere. Can be a dream killer. Oh, I wouldn't just call your circle, but I need another S word. <laughs> your social sphere. Who's in your who's in your circle? Yeah. Watch your friends. Watch them. Some of us had people in our circle who are entitled. You the one wrote the songs and sung them, and they want tickets to the show. Yeah. <laughs> they just entitled. Hey, wait, wait. What time yeah. the show start? What time? What time should we get there? No, you need to go to Ticketmaster. That's where you need to go. <laughs> it was a <laughs> you didn't open up a venue. They expect parking. They expect personal seating. They're entitled. Yeah. I have the privilege of doing chapel for professional sports athletes all the time. Almost every week, I'm doing chapel with some kind of sports athlete or some professional team. And I tell these guys, I said, now you're the only one running sprints. You're the only one lifting weights. You're the one in the heat of battle. 
You're the one that put up a thousand shots. And you got a posse that's at home at your house playing Xbox, drinking beer, smoking weed, and got VIP seats in the game. What's your problem? They ain't ran one lap. Tell me, where we going? We got that contract? <laughs> Who's your lot? Who are you carrying that ain't even your child? They ain't even your child. I'm saying carry him if God told you to carry him. But who's hanging on without responsibility? Who wants the benefits of your dream without building it and working for it? I'm helping somebody here today. Lot calls Abram a lot of problems. And every pun is attended in that. It's a mess. Just fear. I got two more and I'm done. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. Verse 4. 75 years old. Here's his, his, his my sixth one. Sickness can be a dream killer. 75 years old when he set out. Now, 75 then and 75 now is not exactly the same. Abraham lived to be 175. His father lived to be 205. But 75 is not young. And my guess is that he would not have been able to move at this pace at this point if he was sick. I cannot overemphasize how important your health is to you accomplishing your dream. Yep. Come on. Tell me, I ain't going to settle and I will separate, but you 200 pounds overweight. Yep. You cannot be sick and successful. See, we don't want to talk about this part of the message. Like, like, see, see, we got to understand this, is that even though you get your dream while you're young, most of us won't walk into it until we reach a maturation level that can handle the dream. So you got to grow old enough to be able to handle the dream, but you got to get old enough. And you can't get old if you're sick. Wow, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. There were seven points in today's message that Pastor Battle mentioned that could be dream. Amen. Keep battle. It's good to go, go, go. Yeah, it's good to go, good to go, good to go. Don't you know my love for you is good to go. I said it's good to go, good to go, good to go. Don't you know my love for you is good to go. My love for you is always true and I give my heart to you and that is good to go. It's good to go, good to go, good to go. Don't you know my love for you is good to go. I said it's good to go, good to go, good to go. Don't you know my love for you is good to go. My love for you is always true and I give my heart to you and that is good to go. It's good to go. I said it's good. Don't you know that?
and a good to go. So 